0: Welcome to another episode of Health Affairs This Week, the podcast where health affairs editors and guests talk about the health policy news of the week. I'm Chris Fleming.
1: Yeah, and I'm Leslie Erdelak. Chris, it's good to be back with you. Um, so yeah, right now, I think all signs are kind of pointing to another big COVID vaccination campaign in the fall. At least that's what it feels like to me. Um this week, uh, the FDA authorized COVID booster shots for from Moderna and Pfizer, and we expect those to be available starting really in the next several days. But you know, I there's another story developing here that I know we wanted to talk about, which is, you know, despite the fact that both of these vaccines have kind of been the backbone to our COVID response, there's now this um, new legal dispute playing out between these two vaccine manufacturers. Um, So I think you're just the person I wanna dive into this with. Uh, Let's get to it. And um, so what happened was that kind of in a surprise move last week, Moderna issued this press release announcing a lawsuit against Pfizer um, and Pfizer's German pharmaceutical counterpart BioNTech for patent infringement, and according to the complaint that was filed in U.S. District Court, Moderna is alleging that Pfizer's COVID vaccine infringes on patents that Moderna filed years ago related to the messenger RNA technology that it uses, which was, you know, really critical to the development of those mRNA vaccines that are um, so widely available today. And you know, if you remember the vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna were rolled out within a week of each other in December, 2020. They account for most of the vaccines that are available in the U.S. today. And, you know, with the sales of that vaccine expected to, um, you know, grow over the next several years and, you know, now that we have boosters on the way, you know, maybe this litigation shouldn't have come as a surprise given what's at stake in terms of future financial gains and the market for mRNA vaccines. And so we know that Moderna is claiming that Pfizer copied features if it's patented mRNA technology. And they really go into a lot of detail um, in that legal filing that I, that I know we've both had a chance to kind of look at, right?
0: Yeah. Um, now, Moderna, which of course was founded uh, precisely to utilize uh, mRNA or messenger RNA to treat uh, various diseases, uh, they're saying that, that Pfizer and BioNTech actually used Uh, a couple of their uh, key pieces of Moderna's technology. Specifically, the first piece was a uh, chemical manipulation that Moderna had done way back, I think a few years, like 2015, they had uh, done a chemical manipulation uh, to the mRNA uh, that prevented the the body from mounting an immune response that would destroy the vaccine uh, before it had a chance to work. Uh, So that was – and and they basically said there were – when you looked at what Pfizer and BioNTech uh, did, uh, there were several candidates that they had. Some of them wouldn't have copied this feature, but they chose to move forward with the the versions that did, and they knew that they were doing that. They talked about uh, that this is what Moderna's doing, at least this is all, of course, according to Mm -hmm. Moderna. Uh, The the second piece of Moderna's technology uh, was this – uh, way that they had uh, of delivering mRNA that would code for uh, the spike protein, uh, they, they're saying that Pfizer and BioNTech uh, copied that as well. So, you know, Moderna is basically saying, we really did the spade work on all of this. You know, we were out there up front. Uh, no one else really had the background and the experience with mRNA that we did. Uh, so, you know, basically these guys essentially cheated. They used our, our technology, you know, without permission. Leslie, I I was hoping maybe you could talk a little bit more about, uh, you know, what, what maybe Moderna is hoping to get out of the lawsuit. Why now, you know, what's, what's going on? Give us more context.
1: Yeah. So at the end of the day, Moderna is really looking to have its intellectual property, recognized. And we can sort of speculate about why they decided to pursue this now. But according to the filing, Moderna is also looking for compensation from Pfizer. They're looking for monetary damages related to some, but not all, some previous non-government commercial sales of the vaccine, as well as future royalties and sales going forward. So they're saying they're entitled to a portion of those sales if Pfizer continues using the patented technology that Moderna is arguing belongs to them. So what's really important to know here and um, what I don't wanna overlook is that Moderna is not asking for an injunction that would remove Pfizer's vaccine from the market or you know, they're not asking them to stop by any means, stop producing the vaccine. And I think we can agree that the optics would not um, be good for Moderna if they did that. But the other piece I wanna point out, the other thing to know is that there's, there's kind of a catch. So in October of 2020, Moderna said that it wouldn't enforce its patents while the pandemic continued. We saw a lot of these, they're called patent pledges in the early days of the pandemic. And these companies you know, were out there sort of voluntarily relinquishing their patent rights for the greater good and that sort of thing. But then earlier this year, Moderna kind of changed its stance, and they said it would be willing to license its technology to manufacturers in high-income countries where there weren't as many concerns over the vaccine supply. So now in the filing, Moderna says that it refrained from asserting its patents earlier, but when we entered sort of the phase of the pandemic that we're in this endemic phase, it sort of appears like they kind of expected companies like Pfizer to reach out and discuss a license. And it's this kind of ambiguity that I think really could spell trouble for Moderna. Um, You know, was that pledge actually revoked? Did they take it back? How enforceable are these patent pledges? So depending on the outcome of this lawsuit, I think we really could potentially be looking at, you know, an important test case, because right now this seems like a really gray area. But assuming the case moves forward, Chris, and beyond kind of that issue around the patent pledges, you know, what do you think happens if Moderna wins this lawsuit? You know, what are some of the things we could start to see unfold?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's let me let me address a couple aspects of, of what might happen moving forward. First of all, in the, the litigation itself, you know, that this could go any number of different ways. Uh, one possibility uh, might be that it actually may wind up very quickly. There's a simplified uh, process uh, in, in the patent world called uh, inter partes review. Certainly there have been patent battles that, you know, have gone on, particularly for, you know, billion-dollar uh, biomedical inventions that have gone on for years uh, so, you know, it's, it's hard to tell sort of where the, the particular litigation is going to go. In terms of sort of, you know, what happens, you know, more substantively moving forward, you mentioned uh, Moderna is definitely not, and they've made this abundantly clear. Uh, they're not trying to, to shut down uh, further production of vaccines. Uh, they're not really, I think it's March of, this past, of 2022 is the cutoff. They're not seeking uh, really much uh, past damages at all. Uh, so there really wouldn't be uh, much impact in terms of uh, the uh, the distribution of the coronavirus vaccine, or really much impact on Pfizer uh, financially compared to what they've made from the vaccine, uh, even if Moderna wins. But uh, what is uh, what 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 where this really may matter is moving forward. I mean, you mentioned that the uh, the new booster approval uh, that just came out from the FDA today, uh, beyond. Uh, of course, the coronavirus world, though, uh, mRNA is, is a technology that uh, is, uh, people are looking, Moderna and other uh, companies are looking at using it for sort of a whole range of applications, everything from other infectious diseases uh, like HIV and influenza uh, to cardiovascular diseases, autoimmune diseases, cancer, rare diseases. So, you know, this uh, litigation can be maybe seen as sort of a, the first shot in deciding, like, you know, who's going to get the benefit of all of these, uh, uh, all, all, you know, what mRNA is used in all these areas, who's going to get the benefit. Uh, and one thing to think about, is you mentioned, this is a legal dispute. Uh, but, you know, lawsuits could also be commercial tactics, uh, and it could be one way of Moderna really, you know, if they're trying to uh, negotiate and try to get uh, royalties and license fees from uh, other companies like Pfizer, this could be a way of sort of putting pressure, getting leverage in those, uh, uh, those negotiations. So, so along those lines, uh, one other thing to think about is, ironically, uh, that you know, Pfizer or that Moderna itself is being sued. their defendants in. I think it's three other uh, cases, uh, at least, where other parties are saying that Moderna took their technology. Uh, so this is all going to be sort of a really interesting world. It's going to be fun to see how it all shakes out. Uh, you know, mRNA is clearly a, a huge technology moving forward in healthcare, uh, and there's going to be. This is this in some ways just the start of. Uh, sort of figuring out who's going to benefit. Yeah,
1: I was thinking, I was like, it, it really seems like this is all kind of snowballed. And I was thinking about why that is. And so I was reading this article um, from Bloomberg Law, and it. I think it It touches on at least a few of the things you mentioned, Chris. And, um, you know, it was talking about how there are more and more of these companies that feel kind of entitled to a portion of the proceeds from the windfall that these vaccines created. So they're actually looking back through their patents just to see, you know, if they have any claims that they can assert that might be tied like in some way to these vaccine products that are being marketed. So, I mean, we know for sure, I think that they'll be watching how this case between Pfizer and Moderna plays out because, you know, in some ways, you know, to your point, I think it could really dictate um, the volume of lawsuits um, that we see in the future. And, you know, for what it's worth, Pfizer says its work on the COVID vaccine was entirely original and it plans to fight these allegations, but we don't know what that legal strategy will look like. So there you have it. And
0: (laughs) And one thing's for for sure is that the the one party we know will benefit are the lawyers.
1: (laughs) And with that, I think we'll leave it there. (laughs) And we'll wait and see what happens next. Um, But yeah, thanks, Chris. Thanks for the insight. Thanks for the laughs. And as always, if you liked this episode of Health Affairs This Week, subscribe to the show or leave us a review and we'll see you next time.
0: Thanks, Leslie.
1: Thanks.